Assume nothing, question everything, and start thinking. This is the Thinking Atheist Podcast, hosted by Seth Andrews. It had been brought to my attention recently that there was an ex-Muslim activist on Twitter uh, he's actually a YouTuber, but he'd been on Twitter and had posted something that Twitter just sort of arbitrarily deemed unacceptable. And he's been banned outright. I was speaking to Armin Navabi at Atheist Republic about this. And uh, Armin thought that we should have a conversation with apostate prophet who joins me here. My friend, it's good to have you. Um, tell me a little bit about what you're going through real fast and why. And let the listeners in on some of this uh, dust up regarding twitter and the ban okay okay uh thank you so much for having me seth uh i'm ridvan idemi also known as apostate prophet on youtube uh well, what has been happening recently is that um i have i i had a twitter account uh linked to my youtube account known as apostate prophet and uh several months ago i made a tweet there in which i uh tweeted something very basic in response to someone who told us that islam is a religion of peace because she was never allowed to kill spiders uh, I said, Islam orders the killing of apostates, adulterers, gays, heretics, critics of Islam, etc. Islam orders to spread the religion by the sword and explicitly insults non-believers. But Islam doesn't allow the killing of spiders. Therefore, Islam is peace. You know, in, in, a, in a mocking language, uh, I, I pointed out the atrocities and the inhumanities ordered by uh, the religion of Islam itself and mocked the idea of calling it uh, peaceful just because it has this thing against spiders. And uh, the tweet went very well. It started uh, blowing up a little bit. And then uh, just a day or two later, I suddenly um, one day woke up wanted to get into Twitter and saw a notice that I have been uh, permanently suspended from Twitter just over this tweet, over uh, hateful conduct, as Twitter calls it, uh, which is ridiculous because there is nothing hateful about this. I'm just, you know, criticizing a religion for its atrocities against basic human rights and uh, protesting that and uh, just using a little bit of a sarcastic tone. Uh, well, after this, for for several months, I kept on using my uh, my personal account, Rudvan Idemir, so people started following me there instead. And that account was around uh, long before this apostate prophet account. But uh, just a few days ago, uh, suddenly this account was banned as well. And this time without any explanation. Uh, they, they didn't cite any tweet, nothing at all. They didn't even send me a notification nor an email. I just logged in on Twitter and it suddenly said your account has been suspended, uh, permanently suspended. And whenever I click on the on the prompts of finding out why, it just sent me to the to the, to, to the normal uh, to the standard uh, banned accounts page, which is not helpful at all. So I appealed, and they outright rejected the, that appeal as well. It seems like an automated process. Uh, meanwhile, do you feel so like the, uh, the 
I mean, this is probably a targeted attack, meaning mm-hmm. that uh, I mean, we've seen this on a lot of atheist or free thought pages, certainly a lot of pages targeting Islam yeah. or people who are, you know, these sort of tissue skinned people who can't stand the fact that an invincible deity has been insulted will then go out and they'll specifically target you, hoping the algorithms will do the rest. Do you feel like this yeah. is the case with you? I certainly believe so. I think uh, this is a result of uh, mass reports by uh, by believers of the Islamic religion. I have been very fierce on on YouTube. I have currently the the biggest ex-Muslim YouTube channel. I'm uh, posting content all the time. So they uh, obviously a lot of uh, people have a problem with me. I've seen so many campaigns against me to report me, to get me off Twitter and Facebook and YouTube. And uh, this just seems like the result of uh, mass reportings by people who just can't handle this type of criticism and Twitter just reacts to it. Do you feel like you would have gotten any of this if you'd been saying things about the Bible? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, I've been saying that all the time. I, I'm, I made a, a video just yesterday in which I made that uh, very clear, in which I called these corporations like Twitter and Facebook cowards and hypocrites, because uh, I believe none of this would have ever happened if I criticized Christianity or the Christian God or the Bible at all. Because uh, the main reason for that is that uh, is that these corporations are giving in to uh, to the Islamic religion, to the Islamic culture. They're trying to comfort people who believe in the Islamic religion and trying to protect them from criticism because people who believe in Islam strictly and defend Islam strictly online are sadly also those who complain the most about uh, any criticism of their religion. Christians just don't complain enough, I guess. And um, these corporations just want to keep these offended people on their platform and think that any criticism of their religion is uh, too offensive for them to handle, so the critics should be banned instead. They bought into the lie that it's progressive yeah, to yeah. protect the ideas. This gets us into these conversations about Islamophobia versus bigotry against Muslims, right? This is ideas versus people, and yet many progressives, and it drives me crazy when people on the left sort of conflate these two. Mm-hmm. I just think Islamophobia is a, is a bullshit term. Uh, what's your take on it, my friend? I absolutely agree with that. Islamophobia is a bullshit term. I mean, uh, people are unable to make a distinction between uh, between hating Muslims and 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 inciting violence and hate against Muslims as a people, and generalizing them and criticizing Islam. They just put all of that into one category. I mean, can you imagine? <clears throat> you are you are in the scene in in these times where uh, many uh, anti theists, many atheists online make uh, videos and posts and memes about about Christianity and Christians and the Christian God and the Bible and Jesus and so on. Uh, these people wouldn't wouldn't ever be accused by by the majority by masses of being hateful. These people are just uh, these people are rightfully uh, allowed to do this and they are seen as 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 people who question as people who are skeptics who are uh, progressives, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the way the way people handle Islamophobia right now, as they call it, uh, would be equal to 
to to putting people like you or or other people, other YouTubers, people who criticize Christianity and who criticize uh, Christians, putting them and people who kill Christians into one category and calling that Christophobia. You know, th th that's what people are doing with Islamophobia right now. I am not a person who has ever uh, incited violence or hate against Muslims. I wouldn't do that. I have Muslim friends. I have Muslim relatives. My family are Muslims. You know, I uh, I love them as 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 people. I don't hate them, and I want to help people question their religion. This is what I'm doing. I want to keep this religion out of countries where it's uh, where it's currently not dominant, and I also want to. Uh, want to encourage other people to question it as well and, and, and to comment, to understand my point of view, to understand what I'm doing and uh, to be here with me and fight this this ideology that uh, spreads atrocities in, in, in its fundamental scripture. It's this has nothing too, to do with that, Islamophobia. Uh, forgive the interruption. I'm so sorry. No problem. Um, it's interesting. You know, I talk about Christianity and the damage it does because I care about the Christians. You know, we I speak to Scientology because I care about those who are being harmed by the cult of Scientology, etc. You know, it's unfathomable to some people that you can criticize the especially fundamentalist Islam because you care about yeah. Muslims. And yet this is very much the case. Yeah. Well, they, they, they think uh, if you criticize Islam, I mean, they, they have kind of gotten this image from somewhere. I don't know, from some groups, apparently, that uh, that oppose Islam as a, as a foreign culture, whatever it is. They have taken that sentiment and just applied it to all critics of Islam together. Everyone who criticizes Islam, everyone who says anything negative about Islam, even the most uh, progressive person, you know, who, who, who looks like a Californian uh, progressive student who criticizes Islam is a, a, a hateful, racist, Islamophobic bigot to them, which is which is incredibly stupid. And it's strategic. <laughs> I mean, many people, many Islamists use Islamophobia as a way to scare people. Nobody wants to be perceived as a bigot. Well, very few people yeah. want to be perceived as a bigot. And so, you know, if you throw out Islamophobia, they overcompensate, they blanch, they run the other direction. They certainly don't want to be called a bigot because yeah. they would seem less progressive. And so in that instance, it seems like the propaganda war by the Islamists has sort of been successful, right? Yeah, you, you, don't, you don't want to become a social outcast, you know, um, especially in, in the West everywhere, actually. You don't want to be a social outcast. And uh, the, the, these whole complaints about the criticism of Islam, about Islamophobia, have been adopted so much in the West by people who think that Islam is totally misunderstood, who think that people are just opposing Islam because they are bigots. Uh, these things, these strategies have so much been adopted, have so, have so much become part of our, uh, of our daily conversations, of our daily politics that uh, that people who criticize Islam are directly labeled hateful, bigot, whatever, and they become outcasts. And no one wants to be in that position, which is why everyone kind of self-censors when they talk about Islam. And if you don't self-censor, then you are massively attacked and you end up where I am right now with, with Twitter. You can barely <laughs> see it on the screen, but I think most of our viewers can see it. There's a mug in the background that says, stay away from Islam, oh, exclamation yeah. point. I love that mug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do it's a tongue-in-cheek like you know criticize yeah. anything stay away from islam don't touch it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all right well, so people, now people i mean we have um, we have people who have decided that you are an enemy of allah or whatever so how do we help you
there, there are there are certainly things that can be done. I mean, I try to get my voice out there in a in a in a big declaration in a speech I held to these corporations and to everyone who is who is listening to everyone who is seeing uh, this kind of censorship that is going on. I have tried to to contact several people. I didn't have uh, very much success with that yet. Uh, over the last months, we have seen people like Joe Rogan and Tim Pool talk to the Twitter management and talk about these kinds of censorship and what the solution is and how to how to how to fix this problem there hasn't been much of a great response people who have been banned haven't uh, really been reinstated even when they have been banned for ridiculous reasons and uh, as Armin Navabi said my ban is like is, is one of the most ridiculous that we have probably seen so far because there is there is there you, you can't justify that but uh, I don't know I mean well let me people, ask you this uh, let me ask you this what was your Twitter handle? How would people find you on Twitter when you had an account? Uh, I was there twice. One was ex-Muslim prophet that was banned for that specific tweet. And the second one was uh, apostate Ridvan. Ridvan is my my name. Uh, And both of them have been banned, completely completely suspended. What I'll ask our listeners and viewers to do then is I would like, if you would, and I'm asking you to be proactive to help us, go on Twitter and tag Twitter or name Twitter or connect Twitter to your post and simply petition them in regard to the handles that he has just given us to reconsider and reestablish the account. That's the best I think I know how what to yeah. do for you, my friend. I would be very thankful. That would be, I think that would be very helpful. And if, if some more voices would come in and, and, and pay attention to this. It only works though okay. if, if we are activist on this if we actually participate. So I, I know it's easy to watch and discount it, but I'm asking if you have a Twitter account, go online and you know, we're not saying agree, disagree. We are in the, the arena of speech. We are saying that this guy deserves equal treatment and and Islam doesn't deserve preferential treatment. And mostly we just don't want to see him unfairly targeted because somebody knows how to play the algorithms. So tag Twitter. I will include the accounts which are supered in on the screen. If you are a radio listener, I'll put them in the description box. Just copy and paste those and say, Twitter, we would like you to reestablish this account, you know, because it has been unfairly targeted. And hopefully, I mean, I can't make you any guarantees. Who knows how Twitter's going to respond, but at least we're doing something, Ridbin, and, mm-hmm. and I hope it mm-hmm. helps you, you know. I hope so. I hope so. I, I want to say something about the whole uh, about the whole situation. I mean, uh, I have been on Twitter for quite a while. I have seen all kinds of uh, radical Muslim activists, radical Muslim speakers on here. I don't want to name them, but only very recently one has even made a tweet that said that applauded Brunei's death penalty for for homosexuality and for adultery. And uh, the the tweet by this known person even said something like, "I hope the rest of the Islamic world will will follow suit." You know, Twitter just deleted the tweet and didn't do anything about the person at all and this person was was blatantly advocating the death penalty for basic human rights uh, we have many people that, that that I disagree with who can freely speak on on Twitter I have only recently seen uh, a tweet by a known academic person in America saying something like uh, effing white people which is if I said if I replaced white people with Muslims and tweeted the same I would be definitely gone already and um I don't know. There are so many people on Twitter who, who who say all kinds of things, and I don't agree with any of them. But people don't have to agree with me either to to see that we all should be able to to be on these platforms where presidents and um, 
political parties, all kinds of uh, official institutions, official organizations are on where we can, where we, sh- where, where, where we are supposed to be communicating with each other, where Donald Trump is making his political tweets, where he can't even block people because that's against the law. We all should be able to participate on these platforms, on these new uh in, in this kind of new society. I want to say something that I repeated in, in, in my uh, video recently, which is uh, people often bring up that Twitter and Facebook and other companies are just private companies and they can uh, allow and reject whomever they want. And there is no point in just telling them to, 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 to allow us a platform. But people wouldn't be saying the same thing if Twitter suddenly started banning people for being Muslim and for advertising and advocating Islam. They wouldn't say the same thing if people uh, were banned for being being gay and for uh, and, and for, for for saying that that being gay is awesome and that there is nothing wrong with it, or or for the transgender issues or for disabled people or for racism, you know, for race issues, whatever it is, people wouldn't say the same thing. People wouldn't say these are just private companies; they can do whatever they want. And I want to just uh, I don't know. I want to remind everyone that we are. We are people, we are adults, we should be able to criticize, to, to discuss, to listen to each other or to, to, to mute each other if, if, if we want to, like adults, without giving platforms the ability to just uh, shut each other down because we do things that some people don't agree with. It's that a is, pretty backwards world when, yeah, yeah. when we can criticize the teaching of Muhammad as a pedophile. And we are yeah. called Islamophobic and Absolutely. bigoted. It's just a backward world sometimes, I swear. Absolutely. But it's crazy. Uh, let's say, you know, let's see if we can, you know, rattle the cage a little bit. I'll put the Twitter handles that have been banned in the description box. They're on the screen right now for our video viewers. Tag Twitter and say, you know, let's be respectful, be kind, but yet be strong and say, look, we feel this has been unfairly targeted. Uh we want this account re, you know, reestablished. And, um, you know, if you want to color that in, you can color it in any way that you want. Just do so productively. You know, hey, fuck you. Twitter is not going to help us. <laughs> you know yeah. And I know there are a few people who feel that way. But let's see if we can, uh, you know, bring some attention to the issue and uh, and get the word out. And maybe maybe. Perhaps all of our voices will unite into one and we can get some positive change here. My friend, I do appreciate your work. I appreciate your brave voice criticizing Islam, which, you know, I know that you probably received your share of threats, even death threats. I know that there are people around who have uh, really tried to silence you. And the fact that you're standing firm, shoulders square in the face of all that to try to help people is huge. And it's an honor to be able to speak to you today, my friend. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for everyone who is uh, willing to help. Thank you so much, Seth, Seth, for having me, for even considering having me here. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Follow The Thinking Atheist on Facebook and Twitter. For a complete archive of podcasts and videos, products like mugs and T-shirts featuring The Thinking Atheist logo, links to atheist pages and resources, and details on upcoming free thought events and conventions, log on to our website, thethinkingatheist.com.